The Productive Woman, Episode 129. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thanks for joining me again. In this episode, we're going to continue the Dream to Done mini-series we've been on, this time talking through sort of how to apply the goal-setting process to an example or two. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 129. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks, and I am really pleased to have FreshBooks as a sponsor of The Productive Woman because I use and really love their great online accounting software. I've used it for a while. They have an all-new platform now that makes what they offer even better, and they are offering a free 30-day trial to The Productive Woman listeners who sign up by going to freshbooks.com woman. And those of you who are solopreneurs, running a small business, maybe freelancers, you owe it to yourselves to check it out. It's been redesigned from the ground up, custom built for exactly the way those of us who work for ourselves actually work. Uh, Get ready to find the simplest way to be more productive with your finances, more organized, and most importantly, to get paid more quickly. The most important thing for everyone listening uh, to understand is that getting started on FreshBooks is extremely simple, even if you're not a numbers person, which I am not. The all-new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features that will help you manage the money side of your business so you can spend your time on the the creative side. So it lets you create and send simple, clean, professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, all customized with your business's logo and colors. Let you set it up to accept online payments with just a couple of clicks, which means you'll get paid up to four days faster. And it has a monitoring system. The way it works, it's sort of magic, I guess. I don't know. But you actually, once you've sent out an invoice, you'll see when your client has seen that invoice. So it puts an end to those guessing games of, have they received it? Do they know the money's owed? Where are we on all this? It is a time tracking feature for those of you who bill your clients based on time spent on a project. Uh, This really simplifies doing that. It's got this dashboard. It's just amazing. It lets you see at a glance how your business is doing, your income, your expenses, what invoices have been sent, what's been paid on them, all of that. Just, you know, all kinds of great stuff. And it's got a really good app for your smartphone, which, among other things, lets you take a quick picture of receipts that you pick up on the go. That makes it simple for you to keep track of them and to report and claim those expenses for tax purposes, which is very important. Finally, they have really outstanding customer support. So if you have any questions, they're there to help you get the answers you need. As I said, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. So if this is something that you think you could use to manage the money side of your small business or, you know, solopreneur type endeavor, to claim your free trial, just go to freshbooks.com slash woman and be sure to enter the productive woman in their how did you hear about us section. And thank you so much to FreshBooks for their support of the productive woman. 
All right, let's get into our topic this week. I'm carrying on sort of with the the Dream to Done mini-series that I started a few episodes back. In episode 125, we talked about some of the things that hold us back from pursuing our dreams. Uh, In episode 126, we talked about the difference between dreams and goals and how to turn a dream into a goal. In episode 127, we looked at what to do once we've actually created a goal, how to make the time to take action on it, and how to motivate ourselves to keep going until we've completed it. This time, we're going to focus on something that keeps us procrastinating sometimes, and that's uncertainty about how to actually apply the process. There have been some conversations, really interesting to me, conversations in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group about how to actually do all this, how to manage a project, how to break it down into its component parts and manage all those parts, and how to just, you know, get the stuff done. And we're going to continue talking about those in some upcoming episodes. This time, what I thought I'd do is take the process we've talked about in episodes 125, 126, and 127, and just kind of quickly apply them to a couple of examples so you can see how I envision this working, how I would do this if I was working on turning one of my dreams into a goal that I could take action on. And so I just, you know, I picked a couple of them to kind of talk you through those uh, as an example of how it works. So first, a refresher on what the steps are. And this is a quick summary of what we've talked about in these past episodes in this series, just so you remember where we're going from. So step one of turning a dream to a goal that you can accomplish is to envision the outcome that you want. Step two is to understand your why, because that's what keeps you going when things get hard or when things get boring or, you know, when other things pop up to grab your attention. Step three is to identify the obstacles between you and this goal that you're creating. Step four is to brainstorm strategies to overcome those obstacles. Step five is to turn those strategies into your to-do list. Step six is to put it on your calendar to actually take action. And step seven, which you could sort of do this anywhere in the order, but I've just stuck it on the end. And that's to write out your overall goal as a SMART goal. And we talked about that in the past. SMART being a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound, so or relevant and time-bound. So those are the steps that we follow. And like I said, I'm going to just try to apply those to uh, a couple of examples. And I reached out to the Facebook group for some ideas and took a couple of them and kind of combined them. And I'm going to be talking about some of those in the future as well. But for the first example, I thought I'd pick something that, you know, a lot of us have to do, and that's planning a family vacation. So you've decided you would like to have a family vacation for whatever. It's something a lot, a lot of people do every year. I got to admit my family doesn't do it every year, but it's on my mind because my husband and I are approaching in a couple of years, kind of a milestone anniversary. And I got to thinking that, uh, you know, it would be, it would be fun to take kind of a once-in-a-lifetime trip to celebrate having reached, it'll be two years from now, we'll, we will celebrate our 40th wedding anniversary. And so I, I'm thinking about, you know, talking with Mike about planning a trip for the two of us. Say you want to plan a family vacation. So let's apply those steps 
to a family vacation. Step one is to envision the outcome. And this is going to be so different for every person, every family. You know, if it's just you wanting to take a trip or you and your spouse or you, the spouse and the kids or whatever. But the point is, whatever your situation is, what do you picture as the ideal family vacation? And for purposes of this example, we're going to assume it's, you know, husband, wife, and some kids of whatever ages. So what do you picture as the ideal family vacation? Are you thinking uh, resting by a pool or on the beach with a stack of books and something cool to drink? Are you thinking about, you know, sliding down the slopes of a ski mountain somewhere? Uh, exploring historic sites, going zip lining. Spend some time really thinking about this. What to you would be a perfect vacation? There's no right or wrong here. It's just whatever it is that you have in mind when you think of an ideal family vacation or personal vacation. Now, if you have a family involved, you're going to want to get them to buy in on this and maybe talk with them at some point. But I think if you're the one kind of taking the initiative Start with you. What do you picture as the perfect uh, vacation? What is the outcome you're looking for? Some adventure that you'll remember for the rest of your life? Are you looking for rest? Are you wanting to go somewhere for personal improvement? I've known people who've used their vacation time to go to Paris and study at the the Cordon Bleu cooking school, you know, something like that. Does the outcome that you want involve just family bonding? Are you looking for romance? What is it that you want? It goes back to the questions we've talked about way back in, I forget which episode it was, of the you know, productive questions. The first step is always asking yourself, what do you want? So that's what we're talking about here in step one, envisioning that outcome. How do you want to feel during the vacation and after? When you get back and you look back on it, how do you want to feel? Those are some of the questions you can ask yourself as you're sitting down to envision the outcome you have in mind for this family vacation. Okay, so you've got a great picture of this in your mind. You've written it down or maybe put together a vision board if you're a a visual kind of person on Pinterest or just on a piece of poster board. We, we talked about this in, in um, the past episode about that. So whatever it is, you want to make it a little more concrete so you really have a clear picture in your mind of the outcome you're looking for. Step two then is to understand your why. Why do you want this vacation? Why, well, why do you want a vacation and why do you want this particular vacation with whoever's there with you and where you're going, the things that you have in mind? Is it that you want uh, to be refreshed and restored so you can go back to work energized? Is your why that you want to make some memories for yourself or your family? Is it just you want to get away from the stresses of everyday life for a while? Do you want to reconnect with your spouse or your kids? What is your why? And again, there's no wrong answer here, and there's not a right answer you're trying to find. What why, the why is very personal to you and you need to know what it is. Okay. So you've envisioned the outcome. You spend the time to understand why you want that outcome. And then step three is to start to identify the obstacles between you and that outcome. And this isn't about discouraging yourself, but about preparing yourself. Anything we do in life, there are, you know, we live on on the earth, we're human beings, there are obstacles that come between us and the, the outcomes that we want in life. 
And the way to achieve what we want is to anticipate those obstacles and be prepared to deal with them. And so what might be some of the obstacles between you and the family vacation that you have in mind? Uh, you know, I, I thought about this in terms of, for Mike and me, taking uh, the vacation that I have in mind. Um, it could be conflicting work schedules. You know, if he's busy at a certain time of year, I'm busy at other times of the year. So finding a time we can both get away for the period of time we have in mind. And that may be something simpler for you. Maybe you have limited time off from work or from, from school for the kids or something like that. Maybe there's an obstacle of family disagreement about what makes an ideal vacation or simply that the different family members have different interests and, and different uh, things that they like to do. One obstacle might be work crises interrupting your vacation time. If you have you know, a job like I do where I can't just walk away and leave it behind, things come up that the clients need and I've got to be prepared to deal with those. Maybe an obstacle would be budget constraints, that you have something in mind that you'd like to do, but you've got limited finances. Most of us do. You know, Most of us can't uh, just throw unlimited money at whatever goal we have in mind. Maybe weather could be an obstacle. If you're thinking of a certain time of the year that you want to go, and it's a time of the year when the weather can interfere with flights or you know, whatever activities, you know, if you want to go to, you know, some part of the world where they have a monsoon season, you might want to think about that. And that may interfere with what you have in mind to do while you're there. But the idea is to sit down and just really brainstorm every obstacle you can think of that might interfere with you achieving what you have in mind. All right, then step four, though, is we're not going to just look at this list of obstacles and go, oh, well, I can't do it then. You know, it's never going to work. No, step four, then, is to look at those and say, all right, how am I going to deal with that? How am I going to overcome that obstacle? Whatever those obstacles are. And so in our example, if conflicting schedules can be an obstacle, now's the time to sit down and negotiate the schedule. Sit down with your, your husband and your kids and this, the calendar and say, all right, where's the time that we can get uh, where we can all be available for this vacation that we want to take? Uh, if finances are an obstacle, then you brainstorm how you're going to save money for the trip, for the vacation you want. And that might be, how are we going to cut household expenses between now and then? Or is somebody going to take a second job? Or are we going to have a garage sale or sell something we have? I mean, be creative. Brainstorming is a time to not limit yourself, not censor yourself, Come up with just every crazy idea you can think of to deal with each of the potential obstacles that you came up with at step three, okay? That's the point of brainstorming. Come up with everything. Maybe, you know, we'll research travel bargains online and we'll find blogs and websites that are dedicated to travel deals. And there are, I know those are out there. I've seen them. So we'll start looking for that. If we want to go to somewhere that's maybe expensive, we're going to start going crazy looking on the internet and everywhere we can for bargains to get there or bargains for where, where we'll stay. If different ideas about activities and things are a potential obstacle, which anytime you have more than one person involved, that's going to be an issue. 
So call a family meeting to give everybody a chance to be heard and brainstorm ideas about the destination, the activities, and all of that. And I would say at this point, you know, part of our process as as the female in the family often is kind of riding herd on everybody and to get buy-in from everyone. Consider once you've had this meeting, brainstormed all these ideas, then assign different pieces of the planning to different family members. That's going to help get their buy-in, and it also will share the work so you're not the one doing this whole project to put this vacation together. So the point of step four, though, is you've, you've come up at step three with your list of potential obstacles to accomplishing the goal you have in mind. Now you're brainstorming strategies to address each one of them, and you just go through the list one at a time, and you come up with every possible way of overcoming that obstacle. Now you've done that. And step five is to turn those strategies into a to-do list. This is where your project list comes up, your to-do list, your task list for accomplishing this goal, things that you can take action on. Make sure that what you put on that list is all the tasks that are necessary to be completed to get from here to there, you know, with there being the goal you have in mind, and only tasks, no mini projects. And we're going to talk about that more in episode 130. That's something that came up in the conversation in the Facebook group about kind of being able to distinguish between a project and a task. So I'm going to spend some time in episode 130 talking about that specifically. So you're turning these strategies into a to-do list. You'll likely add to that as you go along, but just put everything on there. Every task that has to be completed to get from where we sit today to going on this dream vacation in this example that we're using. You can consider putting them, once you've got the task list assembled, putting them in order like, you know, what's got to be done first, et cetera, because sometimes certain tasks, you can't start on those until you've completed others. So, you know, kind of eyeball that and put them in order. But I would say don't spend a ton of time organizing your list. That's a real good procrastination technique for a lot of us. Um, But the idea here is to take action to actually get these things done. So you create your to-do list from the strategies that you've developed to overcome the potential obstacles you've identified. Step six is to look at your calendar and schedule when you're going to work on this. If it's possible that you and you have other people involved, say this, you know, in our example, this vacation, you've assigned some tasks to other people, given different ones in the family responsibility for certain pieces of it. Maybe, you know, maybe you've got a teenage daughter who's good on the internet and she's going to go out and research all the potential hotels or other kinds of lodging at the destination that you've come up with or something like, and then she's going to report back to the family or whatever. But hopefully you've divvied the work up a little bit, but you've got the master to-do list, you've got the pieces you're going to be working on, and now you look at your calendar and you schedule the time when you're going to work on it. Things that don't get scheduled don't get done. I mean, there's just, that's the fact of life. You can have a list all day long for a goal that you have in mind, but until you have looked at your calendar and blocked out time to actually work on those tasks, it's just a list and you're not going to make any progress. So step six is very important that you schedule in the times that you're going to work on it. We talked about that some in episode, was it 127? And we'll talk about it again in the future. It's just very important. 
finally, the last step of this, I mean, obviously, the, the really the step is get started doing it when you've scheduled the time to work on it actually sit down and do the work. But the, step seven in the process that I've described is to write the goal out as a SMART goal, the, the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goal. And this is just important for us as human beings to really make it into something concrete. And I, I would say write it down and put it where you can look at it regularly. And so maybe in this case, the main goal is I will take a seven-day vacation with my husband and children in 2017 at a place we all enjoy without going into debt. Um, I think that is, you know, that's pretty specific. It's measurable. We're going to know whether we did it or not. It's achievable for most of us, uh, if we do the work to overcome those obstacles, it's relevant because if it's relevant to a goal, maybe you want to put into this SMART goal because I want to make memories with my family and get some rest from a busy work year. So that's what makes it relevant. And it's time bound because we've said we're going to do it this year. Okay, now that's the main goal. And frankly, underneath that, there are probably a series of smaller goals that uh, our components of it, settle on a budget, choose a destination, choose dates, arrange transportation, arrange lodging, do the packing, uh, set things up to take care of the home and the pets while you're gone, have coverage for work responsibilities. All those things have to get identified. Those are all, and just for the record, again, we'll talk about this in the next episode, those are all mini projects. Not one of those things I said is a task. And we'll talk about that next next time. All right. So those are the those are the steps. That's an example of walking through that uh, that process. That I mean, this is the process I use when I'm trying to turn a dream into a goal that I can take action on. And so this is one for a family vacation. Very quickly, a second example would be um, if you want to change jobs. Okay. Same process applies. Step one is to envision the outcome. This is where I think you really have to spend some time thinking, what kind of job do you want? And be as precise as possible. What kind of working hours? What kind of working environment are you looking for? You want to be in an office, work from home, work outdoors, you know, whatever. What industry do you want to work in? Uh, do you want to be at a big company or a small one or own your own business? Are you looking for a new position in your same company or do you want something completely different? What kind of income do you want? Do you prefer working alone or in teams? Spend some time envisioning how you spend your days at this job that you want to find or create for yourself. I can't emphasize enough how important it is to spend time on this step one, whatever goal you're working on. You've got to know where you're going in order to develop a roadmap to get there. So you step one, envision the outcome. Step two, understand your why. In this case, why do you want to change jobs? Why do you want the specific kind of job you envisioned in step one? Really think about why and write that down. Again, no right answer, no wrong answer. Look deep and be honest with yourself about why you're doing it. Step three, identify the obstacles that you may face in finding a new job. And, you know, for me, the things that came to mind as I was looking at this, it would be the fear of change, 
Maybe a new job would be worse than what I have now. Maybe you don't know who to contact or where to find the kind of jobs you'd like. You're not sure what you want to do. That would be an obstacle. Maybe the kind of job you want doesn't exist in the area where you live. Maybe you just have a tendency to procrastinate and you know that's going to be an obstacle to you taking action on this goal. Whatever those obstacles are, you make that list. Those are some of the ones that came to mind as I was thinking about it. But then in step four, we don't let those obstacles talk us into not doing it because we have our why, right? We, we, we have this vision of what we want to accomplish, the outcome that we want, and we know why we want it. We're not trying to be pessimistic here. We're just trying to identify, all right, what could stop me? And usually the biggest obstacle we face is ourselves, but you know that's another episode. Um, we, we've made that list, and so step four is to brainstorm strategies as to how to overcome them. And maybe you get somebody else involved, uh, you know, a friend or, or somebody else who can help you brainstorm those solutions, how to overcome those obstacles. Maybe um, if I'm not sure what I want to do or who to contact, maybe I'll research and find a career coach to help me think about that. Um, I'll research job options online. Maybe I'll get an accountability partner if I know I'm prone to procrastinating on something like this, somebody who I can report to um, on the steps I'm taking. Maybe if I don't know what I want to do, I'll take some aptitude testing. Um, That maybe can help me narrow the field. If I have an idea of what I'd like to do, but I'm not sure, uh, you know, whether I'm qualified or what I need to do to be qualified, maybe I'll identify some people who are in that field and see if I can schedule some informational interviews to find out what they do, how they got that job, what they had to know to do it. Um, If the kind of job you want doesn't exist in your locale and that's one of the obstacles, Maybe a strategy is to spend some time thinking about whether moving to another location is an option, or maybe consider finding variations on that job. So again, the point is that whatever obstacles you've identified or potential obstacles, you strategize, you brainstorm every possible approach to overcoming it that you can. Then you turn those strategies into your to-do list for this project. And again, remember making sure that what's on that to-do list is all the tasks that are necessary to get from here to there and only tasks, no mini projects. Step six, you're going to put it on your calendar. I'm going to work on this, you know, from four to six on Thursday evenings or an hour every day or whatever it is. But you're going to write, put it on your calendar, make that appointment with yourself, and be prepared to honor that commitment. And finally, uh, at some point in this process, you're going to write this down as a SMART goal. And so maybe for this, uh, I I think I like to see goals, SMART goals written in terms of action that I'm going to take, not that are dependent on other people doing something. So I probably would word this instead of saying, I will have a new job by September 1st in such and such field. You could do it that way, and a lot of people do. I probably would say it more like, I will identify and apply for X number of positions in this particular field with a goal of changing jobs by, you know, July 1st. So it's specific, 
It's action I'm going to take. I'm going to find positions and apply for them in a particular field that I've identified, and I have a, a deadline for when I want to accomplish that. So those are the examples that I came up with that I thought were kind of broad enough maybe to hopefully be helpful to you in seeing how I apply the process. The process is basically the same, whatever your goal is or whatever dream you're trying to turn into a goal, but it's a little bit fluid depending on the type of project. These are just a couple examples of how I would do it, but you know there are tons of others. I want to say a special thank you to um, some of the women in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, I, I threw out a question uh, that I was going to be looking for examples of how to apply the process we've been talking about, and a number of women um, responded with their suggestions. So I want to say thank you to Emily, to Amanda, to Betsy, Carol, Tracy, Carolyn, Kelly, Jessica, Brandy, Monica, Corrine, Susan, Rima, Sue, Emma, and Layla. Thank you, all of you. I appreciate it so much. These women offered some great suggestions and gave me some very good ideas that I'm going to be addressing in future episodes on uh, applying the process of turning a dream to a goal and managing all the pieces that go with it. So I really appreciate all that feedback. So what do you think? Do you have any questions about this process? Would you consider sharing a goal that you're or a dream that you're going to apply the process to? I would love to hear from you. There are a lot of ways you can do that. Uh, you can share your questions or thoughts in the comments section of the show notes, which you will find for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 129. You can also post a comment or a question on the Facebook page or probably even better in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. This is a private Facebook group where we can meet up and interact and talk about the things that we talk about on the podcast. I'm so loving this community and the way it's building up in there. Um, women are posting questions about a goal that they're working on or a tool that they're, they have questions about. And I love how other women in the group are so quick to jump in with suggestions and support and encouragement. So even before I can get there to answer, there are, there's lots of feedback available. And I'd love it if, you, if you're not there, you can join us there and, and raise your questions about this process there. So you can look for the Productive Woman Community Facebook uh, in Facebook for the group, or just go to theproductivewoman.com slash group, and you'll find it there, and you can click on the join button, and I would love to see you there. Uh, and if you're looking for help uh, working through this process on your dream or goal, you might find someone in the group who would be willing to become an accountability partner with you. Or consider scheduling a one-on-one -on -one session with me. I would love to help you. Now, this is a new service that I'm just going to be starting to offer in addition to the mastermind groups. I'll be updating the Work With Me page soon uh, with more information, details about how you can schedule a paid one-on-one -on -one session with me to work through this process or, you know, whatever productivity-related questions you have. I'll be updating the page soon, but if you would like some information about the options and the pricing, you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I would love to work with you and help you develop a strategy to accomplish those goals that you're setting for yourself. 
If you enjoy the podcast, as always, I would love it if you would help me spread the word. Tell your friends about it. Show them how to subscribe. You know, take their phone and help them subscribe right there in, in whatever podcast app that they have. You can share this episode or any other using the social sharing buttons that are right there on the website. And you can consider uh, leaving a review in iTunes if you haven't done that already. It's helpful. I think it helps other people to see what, if they're considering subscribing to different podcasts, I, I know I check the reviews to see what people say about it. And, and so I appreciate the reviews. They help me also know if I'm on the right track. And to that end, I wanted to say a, a special thank you to... I, Cat, C-A-K-C-A-T from the United States who recently left a nice review and who said, some days it's easier to gravitate to the mean of mediocrity, not doing anything all weekend that is productive, meaningful, or joyful, a waste. So I've found listening to Laura on Thursday or Friday wipes out the grime from work and resets my brain to finding the best use of my limited time off, and this leads to making my life matter to me. Amazing hints and things to think about. I feel like Laura is my own personal reference librarian or Google master. She sorts through the junk and finds the gems. Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed reading that and appreciate it very much. Again, anyone who leaves a review, I appreciate the feedback. It helps me make the show better. One reminder, I've mentioned this before, I'm available for a limited number of speaking opportunities this year. So if you have a group or a business team, you're putting together a meeting or a retreat or something like that, and you think it could benefit from a conversation about productivity and making a life that matters, I would love to see if I can add value to that. So feel free to email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and let me know. Uh, We can chat about how I might be able to add something to your event. And finally, don't forget to check out our sponsor, FreshBooks, and take advantage of their special offer of a free 30-day unrestricted trial of their outstanding cloud accounting service. Just visit freshbooks.com woman, and be sure to enter the productive woman in their how did you hear about us section. Thank you so much to FreshBooks for supporting the productive woman. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you found it helpful. I look forward to hearing your feedback on this. And I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself. And go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.